Hi, I'm Carly D. Tillery, and welcome to The Chair Chronicles. I'm your life coach and your favorite auntie. You know, that aunt that is so not afraid to tell you the truth and help you see things just a little clearer, and you love her advice. Well, as a certified life coach with over two decades of experience, I'm very passionate about helping you find your happiness. So pull up a chair and let's have a talk. Thank you for joining another episode of The Chair Chronicles with your favorite auntie and life coach. Listen, a lot of my conversations lately have been around love and relationships. And one of the, I posted a quote earlier on my social media accounts and the quote was, love isn't complicated, but people are. Love isn't complicated, but people are. What do you think? Is love complicated or is love simple? And I'm, I'm sure if you ask like a lot of different people, you're going to get a lot of different responses. I think even defining what love is, is very difficult. Because a lot of times when you ask someone like, what, what is love to you or what does it mean to you? You think about certain relationships. So if you're in a relationship and you're married, you might be thinking about your partner and how love is expressed there. If you're single, you might automatically think about your love of your friends or your parent-child relationship and think about love in that interaction. Or maybe if you have a child, then you're thinking about your love to your child. So love can be expressed in so many different ways when you ask different people, because I think the general concept sometimes is very difficult for us to manage. I think it's challenging for us to really understand what love is. Because when you look at, you know, the news, when you look at like pop news per se, and think about like the stars and hearing about this one is together, this breakup, you're hearing about the divorce rate, hearing about all of these different things. I think a lot of us are trying to figure out and grasp what is love and how do we define it because it seems to show up so differently. And in relationships, particularly like couples, you know, when is someone gonna say the three, the three words, right? I love you. And do you feel compelled to say it back because someone said it to you? Do you remember the first time somebody said that they love you? Was it your parents? Was it uh, a family friend? Was it your partner? Because there are some children that grow up never hearing those words, I love you. Maybe it was a teacher, maybe it was a mentor, maybe it was someone else um, that you were close to that demonstrated love to you and actually said the words to you. So take a minute. When was the first time someone said that I love you? And who was it? And how did it make you feel? I can recall my parents, you know, growing up in a home with my parents and my sister. um, I definitely knew what love, how it was shown to me. I think I interpreted that as love by the way my parents entreated me and my sister. So we grew up in a family where we did things together. Um, The expressions of love between a man and a woman I saw between my mom and dad. So I definitely remember those early images of what love, how love was expressed 
and taking that on as understanding that that is what love is. So it's interesting because you can grow up with a certain experience and then when you start to kind of have a connection with someone, you start to develop your own sort of like guidelines and principles about what love is based on how you want to experience it. So love really is simple. And I believe that people can complicate love. When you think about love in its truest form, in its true pure state, love simply is just uh, an affection and a care for someone or something without any insecurity. Like there's no doubt, there's no gaps, there's no room for space between your affection and care for that person or for that thing. Now, others can define love as like this deep connection, uh, deep commitment, or sometimes people interpret love as a very strong, constant affection. What's your definition of love? And do you think love is complicated? Or do you think love is simple? So when I think about love relationships, and it's not just between uh, that deep affectionate love between two people, I'm talking about all kinds of love in different types of relationships, just love itself. Love typically is expressed in you know how we treat people how we talk to people uh, what we accept of people and i think when we think about love being simple it's really what you do in terms of how you interact and interface with someone and so it's your affection and your care of a person and what happens is, is it becomes complicated because many of us, and naturally so, have an expectation of it being reciprocated. When we give it, we expect to receive it. And sometimes we love things that may not have the capacity to return what we've given. That is when it becomes complicated. That's when it becomes complicated. Whether it's a parent, whether it's a child, whether it's a good friend, it doesn't matter. When you have an expectation and they don't have the capacity to give back to you, that is one element of complication that we're like, forget it, I cannot love you. And I think it's just so intriguing to really kind of figure out like, why is it that we have this expectation. I think because we all desire love. I think it's a part of the human, um, the human anatomy, our human natural desire is to have connection with other people. I strongly believe that, that anyone who just lives in solitude struggles because they don't have that connection with someone else. And I believe we naturally long for that. Not saying that it always lends towards marriage or, you know, th that type of partnership love, but I think having the love of people is needed in, your, in our lives. I absolutely believe that. 
I don't want to live in a world that is without love, that I don't have connection with people, things, and places. So what about you? Would you be okay like living in solitude? I'm not talking about living single. I'm talking about living in solitude with no connection to other people. When you think about some of the types of torture that happens in the world uh, with criminals or with people under like serious investigations or, or uh, you think about people who have been incarcerated, solitude is a, is a form of threat. It is a disciplinary action to put someone in solitary confinement. Why is that? Because they have no connection with anybody. They're left alone with just their thoughts. And so I believe that having connection with people, with things, with places is important for us. It is important for us to not only give love, to give affection, to give care for something, but I also believe that it's important for us to receive it. And so when we give it and we don't receive it, that's when everything goes to chaos. We become angry. We become disappointed. Some of us become depressed because we've given of ourselves. We've given from that deep place. And then to not receive it, it hurts, it's painful, and it puts us in a bad place. So listen, one of the things that is, I think I've observed over relationships is this expectation. And I think the reason why love is such a powerful emotion is because when we don't get it, or when it it feels damaged, you'll see the most sort of uh, critical response from it. It can be absolutely devastating. Now for those who have like young daughters or if you are, you know, a young female and experiencing your first breakup, come on. (laughs) Oh my goodness, emotions flying everywhere. Right, we can't keep it together, we crying, we talking to so-and-so, this is what happened, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it can be absolutely devastating to experience a breakup. And not to say that it's not damaging or it's not emotional for men, but I do believe that they express it a little differently. I'm talking general terms here. So yeah, I do think men express breakups very differently. They hold things in. Sometimes they don't talk about it as much or they move on to to make it feel like it wasn't important or significant. And women do the same thing. You know, we'll try to move on to the next to to not be hurt. And then we put up that guard like, "Mm, this not gonna happen to me again. And even if you experience uh, a lack of love, you know, from your uh, upbringing and, and you didn't, you weren't cultivated or nurtured in like a loving environment, we often will take that. Uh, and sometimes we go to the extreme where when we create our own family, we're all in, we're smothering folk people. Um, and then there's other times where you get the exact opposite. It gets duplicated in your future relationships where you withdraw because you don't want anyone to get that close to you. And so love can cause all of these different types of reactions and emotions and experiences. 
And it's not so much the pure act of love, it simply is the receiver and the giver. We're the ones that make things complicated. Because a lot of times we have this expectation that oftentimes goes unfulfilled. Have you had an expectation that was not met, that went unfulfilled, and you thought you were giving of yourself from a very pure state and from a pure place, and then not have your expectation met? How did it make you feel? Love is simple, but people, us, we are complicated because one day we can feel like this and the next day we feel like something else and have a totally different need or we're responding to something different and change the whole game. (laughs) We can change up like that. Oh my goodness. So I believe love is simple, but I do believe we can really complicate things. So a lot of times we talk about love and we think about like this give and take, right? I talked a little bit about that just just a few minutes ago, this give and take. We give it and we actually expect it the same way we give it, which I think sometimes is so dangerous. I find myself constantly trying to say, listen, this is how I like to give it. This is how I like to receive it. But this might not be how this other person wants to receive my love. And I have to think about the recipient whether it's my parents, my, uh, my sibling, my, my sister, or whether it's my children, or whether it's people that I care about, uh, my girlfriends, or, or people that I hang out with, I've got to understand how do they receive it. And that is the biggest, that's one of the biggest life lessons that I've had, is, is, is understanding that the way I receive it is not the way someone else may, may want to receive it. That's huge for me. Because I think that if we all recognize the person we want to receive it and how they want to receive it, it'll make us, it'll make, it'll challenge us to really think about what their needs are as opposed to what our needs are. And so it starts to allow uh, the expectation to be met. (laughs) I mean, really. If you know I like red roses, send me red roses. Why are you sending me a white carnation? I should be grateful. Yeah, I'll be grateful. But I think sometimes too, if you want someone to really know, it's about learning them. Mm. It's about really learning them. And so if we could do that, wow. I think the expression of love would be even that more powerful and that more intense. And so it's this expectation, this give and take, and recognizing that how we give it may not be uh, how someone wants to receive it. Sometimes it's just in the little things. I do have people in my life that really pay attention to the little things, and I struggle with that. I struggle to try to remember, like, the little specific things that they like and try to hone in on that because sometimes I'm so big picture, it's just like, okay, if I do this, that'll make them feel really good. And I think it does. But I think sometimes when we go that extra, listening to the details, listening to what they like, listening to uh, that specificity of something that they wanted, 
oh my God, people just light up and, and, and they get excited because it was like, you heard me, you saw me. And I think at the end of the day, we all want to be seen, we all want to be heard, and we all want to be loved. We all want to be loved. Oh, my goodness. Love. It is a beautiful art form. It is a beautiful emotion. And if we could all just learn how to give it and receive it, I think this world would be in a such better place. I think the expression of love really has the power. It really has the substance. It really has that ability to really kind of create this form of happiness, a pure happiness that I think oftentimes so many people die without experiencing it. And that's very sad to live without having been loved or felt that you were loved from people around you from people that you had the expectation, remember? <laughs> Having that expectation. Because I think sometimes we find ourselves in situations where people don't have the capacity. They don't have the capacity to love us in a way that we desire it. So again, it's not love itself, but it's the people. Having the ability to see you, to hear you, and to give love in a way that you receive it your language of reception of love yeah oh love will require sacrifices love sometimes can cause sadness disappointment some pain and i think when you have those mixed emotions or an unbalanced sort of mix of pain disappointment then it throws things off and that's when complication comes when there's no compromise, when there's no commitment, when there's um, no, uh, no understanding of your perspective. That's when things get chaotic. Because a lot of times we can still feel a connection, but then it gets dampened by the fact that you didn't understand my perspective, that you didn't compromise, that there was no sacrifice for me. And so then, we take all of that and then we say, okay, now you don't love me because you didn't. <laughs> or you didn't show up this way where I wanted you to show up. So does that mean that that person didn't love you or, or, didn't, under, or didn't have that deep affection for you? Well, that's a difficult question to answer because a lot of times we do interpret that when someone doesn't do something the way we want it, that then it wasn't love to start with. And it's hard to kind of always wrap your mind around that and, and reconcile what you're feeling versus what is happening. That's tough. And no situation probably is the same. I think, uh, again, we, we have complicated situations. We have difficult personalities involved and we have different sort of things that are going on in the mix that don't allow true love to show up. So it's love showing up in a real way in your life. Do you feel like you have the ability to truly care, to truly have this deep connection and affection for someone in any level, whether it's with your parent or your child or with your friend 
or with uh, someone that you've met that you've kind of perhaps feel like you're connected with? Are you able to express love in a true form? Or does it get complicated? Or does it get shadowed by your experiences, things that you've gone through, the way you filter that love? How does it come out? How does it show up in your life? So I'm hoping that you are finding yourself in a place where you're able to give this tremendous amount of love true affection and care for someone or something without an expectation, unselfishly, with a lot of security knowing that it's coming from you in a good place and that there will be a good return, that there's no question. Giving love and seeing the response on someone who receives it can be so fulfilling. Love is the most powerful, powerful emotion, I believe. And if we all can find ourselves in a place where we can give it, share it, be around it, be in it, wow, where we can see others, truly see others. And if everyone can do that, then it makes it so much easier. We won't have those complications of not wanting to sacrifice and not wanting to give and not wanting to, to put someone else's perspectives uh, into play. Because we're all getting fulfilled, because we're all sharing, we're all giving, we're all loving. So I hope today that you can truly have the ability to care, to have a deep connection, to have a deep commitment with other people. It's important. It's important to give it. It's important to receive it. It's important to share. Love on someone today. Love on someone who's unexpected. Love on someone by identifying something unique and specific to that individual. And watch your, your life light up just because you've seen someone else's life light up. Share some love today. Love is simple. Love is not complicated. People are. And when you can find out the person's perspective, their view, how they like to receive it, then that's going to make your connection with them that much more powerful. All right. Thank you so much for staying tuned and staying connected with me. I appreciate you taking uh, this journey with me on the Chair Chronicles. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. 